Cal McNelly here. Welcome to Screening for Meaning. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of Screening for Meaning. We're back again, and we're going to have a good time. We're ready in the studio. Everybody's fired up. And I have a guest here with me in the studio. It's Miss Jen Les. She's going to join us, and we're going to talk about the West Side Story 2021 edition. Very excited to have you here. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah, this is going to be a good time. We were talking last night, and I had not decided a movie yet. And we were looking on HBO Max, and voila. There it was, Steven Spielberg's 2021 West Side Story. And so let's jump right into it. I thought overall, I want to, uh, I'm, we're going to, we, like we usually do, give a little take about how we thought about it. I'm going to be quite frank. It was not my favorite movie. And I'm a little bit biased because I don't really like musicals. It's just sometimes it's just a little bit grating. So there's one part, and again, this is a spoiler podcast. So if I'm going to spoil the movie. But it's also came out in 1961, so you, you should know the plot, by the way. If, if you're getting mad about spoilers now, then you, I, whatever. Anyways, but there's one scene where the main, char- the main character, Tony, is looking at the shiny floor with his with the person who he's working with, and that like starts a song, and I, I was like, I'm I gotta I gotta stop I gotta stop watching this movie. It's too much. But so that so anyway, I'm not really a musical guy, uh, but I thought it was. It wasn't my favorite. I didn't really like some of the shots, and I didn't really like um, just it, the flow was kind of weird. And I thought there were some dynamics that I think we'll get into that were not my favorite. But I want to hear your take. What, what generally thoughts on the movie? I um, and I am I'm trying. I'm not going to try to go back to 1961 West Side Story yeah. too much in this. You know, try to stick to 2021 um, primarily. Um, but I do have to say I have seen the original years and years ago. Um, I wasn't a super big fan of it then, um, and seeing the 2021 version, I'm not the biggest fan of it now either. Um, I do have to say I preferred the cinematography of 1961. This was a very beautifully shot film. It is Steven Spielberg. I mean, you know, he has a reputation, a good reputation for a reason. Um, but I felt almost as if there was a disconnect a little bit between the story and how it was shot. My personal opinion um, yeah, we can get more into things, but I wasn't a super big fan of it. And I also, I thought a lot of the singing was great. I thought a lot of the dancing lacked a bit of energy in my opinion. Um, and I thought a bit of the acting tended to be flat. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just my across the board, um, opinion, but I, <laughs> we can get into it more. No. And I, I think it's a good take. And I also, I think it's important for our listeners to know you have a little bit of a dance background. Is that true? Musical theater. Okay. So, I mean, I wasn't so much dancing, but singing primarily mm-hmm. um, and did straight theater as well. So um, the acting and the singing, I feel like I can confidently give an opinion on. Mm-hmm. Um, but the dancing, I, I kind of just am like, oh, I think that's good or I think it's not or I don't super love it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so a little bit of a background. Um, not professionally, but <laughs> no, it's still it's still very important. And I think if you have done that ever, you would just pick up some things that you can say, okay, that's pretty good. Okay, that's pretty bad. Um, and I think you know there were some there were some redeeming factors. 
Uh, Ansel Elgort. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I think he, I think he's pretty good and very handsome. I think he played the role very well. He's this big, tall guy, and he's like kind of looming. And then him with the juxtaposition with Rachel uh, Zegler, who plays Maria. I thought that was the best couple by far, and that's like the main point of the movie. So I thought that was decent. But I, I just I don't think their performance alone could pick up for what um, what was what was. I think lacking on some things. So, but let's go ahead and get into it. Let's see, talk about some of these themes a little bit. And we were kind of throwing it around before we talked. And a point that you brought up, and I think it relates more to, you know, kind of. So there's this really mature theme. I mean, we're talking about gang warfare, mm-hmm. really. And it's in a city. It's in a slum. It's literally a slum. And there, but then. You're, there's some moments in there that kind of remind you that these are not your traditional gangsters. Kind of, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I, I, um, the film, you know, is in this totally grungy, slummy place, mm. turf war. Um, but what's so interesting about it is they're teenagers. They're not even, I mean, they're not adults. Um, so they're having this turf war over, also over this area that is being demolished yes. in the film. It everything is being torn down, um, so that they can have new developments built. Um, and I think that is also really important. They're fighting over nothing. Nothing. It's trash. It's going to be trash, and it's going to be moved. So they're not going to have a slum. Even if they win, it's going to. They're going to lose it. It's gone, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that is actually said a couple times throughout the film. Um, they do address that a few times, but I think that just goes back to the point that. These are children fighting other children with very real consequences, i.e., death. Um, and it, it, so there's this, there's this very intense uh, theme throughout the movie. Um, but then you have these kids who are fighting each other, and there are the school authorities, there are the actual police, um, the authorities, and, you know, trying to talk with them to be like, why are you doing this? Why is this going on throughout the whole film? You know, just get along. Uh, we're we're going to make it work, whatever. You guys are fighting over nothing. But I think the overarching theme or what they are trying to get at in the film is that these kids don't have families. They don't have good role models. They don't have a support system and so they turn on each other to feel like they're men mm-hmm. or to feel like they have a role in society and something that we were talking about beforehand is how often there are kind of childish comments made yes. um something we were specifically talking about is riff the jets gang leader um who tony was a part of the jets kind of still is mm-hmm. um he purchases a gun um to go to a fight with the Sharks, who are the Puerto Rican gang members. And, um, you know, Tony sees Riff with this gun, and there's this there's this little comment made about, uh, you know, why did you buy that, Batman, Tony says to Riff, and Riff goes, well, I'm not Superman, I don't have special powers like you. They're literal children talking about a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and going to a fight. So it, it's it's kind of crazy, sir. You can pick up. I'm kind no, of just no, rambling, throwing okay. things you, out. But. I, think I think it's right. And then, but then that scene, that exact scene, and that, and then of course, of course, of course, that little discussion is the start of a song. That's <laughs> the, and that is so. But then this, these are the first lines of a song. I'm going to read them to you, and I want you to think about: Is this what you imagine when someone has a gun and is going to use it in a gang fight? This is the line: Boy, boy, crazy boy. Get cool, boy. Got a rocket in your pocket. 
Get cooly cool, boy. Is that something you say to someone who, because because he's trying to stop Riff from going and shooting a Puerto Rican. He's trying to stop it because he he has already been to jail, mm-hmm. and he's trying to stop him from going back. and And then they're like dancing on the dock with the gun, and like and then and then finally Riff and the other Jets get the gun back, and then they like play shoot at him mm-hmm. at Tony. They like pew or like. Or something like that, and it's like, oh my gosh, what? Like, you're right. They're they're like children, and I even think, even in the first scene, the cop knows exactly who the ringleaders are. He knows who these kids are. It would be very easy, lock them up, forget about it. It's not a problem anymore. But I think you're right. They're kids. You don't want to do. You don't put that on someone's record. I think. I I, I don't. I think he's just hesitant. Like it's not my role. They're so young. I, the the state should not be dealing with these delinquents. Should be the parents, and that's part of the reason. You know, the Jets. Or the, the sharks. I feel like they don't. They, they, there's not really a lot of parents shown in the film. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of adult figures. Uh, Maria is living with her brother and his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and, always like, are they engaged? Is it girlfriend? I'm not sure. Yeah. It's kind of a. It's kind of an ambiguous thing. Um, but I, and I, I think that's. I think you're right. That's definitely. That was a very good insight about the the parentlessness and the really wild environment that these people that these kids are living in and. You know, and it ends up without with with no leadership at all, except for these you know the ambitions of the gang leaders. You get people stabbed and shot, and like revenge, mm-hmm. and a cycle of violence, and and a, and a rape. I mean, it's it's a very it's it's a not a kids movie. These are not kids stuff. These are real you know real real consequences and um, something that I think uh, is is worth noting when talking about the film. All right, so we're going to move on to a second topic, and I think this is um, also really important to talk about. When 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 we're, when I, when I was when I was watching this film, and you know, I'm trying to pick up as I always do themes. You know, what are we? What what is what is the director trying to tell here? And it's kind of weird in this one because, you know, it, it's not a story he gets to make. It's, he's using an old, uh, old. I think it was a play. Actually, it's made for. I know, every, like every high school does West Side Story. Like, that's like the, the thing, right? So there's this big scene, at the, and they call it, they call it the North Pole, and it's like the salt place. And they break into this place, and there's like this big fight between the Jets and the Sharks, and it's been building this entire time. And then, I think when they when they get there. They're kind of they're kind of afraid. They're like, oh, they have weapons too, and they're and they're you know both sides have been like buying and purchasing chains and stuff, and then I, I think when I when I see when I when I saw that I was like, okay, like they are there. This is kind of a front. This is this in in our society we I think we do these things where we're you know if we're on social media we're saying oh. If I was here, I would do this, and I and I would do this, and then I would and then I would get this, and I would do this. But then when it actually comes and it's real life, and it's not it's not a chance to talk about it, you know, it, and you have to do it now. I think I think that sometimes falls flat, and you know, there's there's nothing like the real thing when you're in it. Mm-hmm. And also similar towards the end of the film, Tony kills Maria's brother. Mm-hmm. And she's and she when she first hears about it, she's horse drawn. How could how could it do that? You're lying. But then she sees Tony again and is forgives him almost immediately. <laughs> yeah. What what did you what did you think about even that little episode? Was what it 
I, I almost, I, I was like, my my, <laughs> my my mouth was actually open on the Metro as I was watching it this morning. I was like, are you kidding? She just killed, he just killed your brother in a gang fight. What were, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, I find that part, or found that part so interesting because he comes to her, you know, she she calls him a murderer and yes. she starts hitting him and she's angry and that's what we expect. Yes. For, that's what we expect her to do. Yes. And then he's like, you know, I'm going, you know, to turn myself into the police, just wanted to see you one more time. And she is like, No, you can't go. You would you would abandon me too. Like like and that's so that part really was like, What? Because yes. she says it and not like she says you would abandon me. Yes. Um because her brother is all she had, and now he's gone. And so it's like, you would leave me too. You would abandon me. But And so that's family, I guess. Now that's the next step for her. That's the next logical step. Who can I serve? If we're talking about gangs and turf yes. wars, who do you squat up with? Yes. Who are your people to keep you safe mm-hmm. and you know make you feel good? Because she's feeling obviously like, and I think throughout the film, Maria isn't very involved in her Puerto Rican community. Mm-hmm. In New York, and even Anita, Bernardo's girlfriend, fiance, whatever, catches um, Tony and Maria. He, she catches Tony leaving Maria's uh, bedroom window, mm. and Anita sings this song to her. Then she goes, you know, like get a different guy. This boy would kill your brother. He did. <laughs> and Maria's like, no, understand. Like, what else do I have now? And Anita almost forgives her in that moment too. I think they're yeah. both very heartbroken. But she's like, oh, would I make the same decision? It's it's crazy. It's kind of just shows like this is a doggy dog world that they're living in. Um, and it doesn't make much sense. Um, and and. I think that kind of leads, though, into the question of, you know, these relationships like they're kids again. And I think they're they're making these relationships into seriously adult relationships that when you're 16 years old or however old they are in these in this film, Mm -hmm. you can't be making those big decisions. You don't have the. A maturity yet to be doing that so she's dealing with murders and death and gang fights her head is like not screwed on straight just being honest because of all this like trauma that's occurring in real time so she's going to bring the guy that just killed her brother into her room Mm -hmm. and forgive him so i don't i don't know what do you think of that no i agree and i think also like the one sense the one point of stability that she does get which is Tony, she has like a whole five minute song about. She Tony makes her feel, okay, I have something to grab onto in this chaos. I have no control of anything else. Mm-hmm. Like Bert like Bernardo is gonna he's he's fighting and he's telling me what, what how I can live my, how I can and can't live my life. He is the the head of the household. I'm like I'm I I'm have no control. I'm working in this, you know, the late nights at the department store dusting. And so, but the, but then she is unlike, and the, even that's one of the themes of that song is they don't know who this person is. Who is this Maria? Who, why is she acting this way? Because she's never felt in control of anything before. She's never said, "I feel pretty." That's mm-hmm. never something she's able been able to say before. And now Tony finally gives her this, the sense of st- and of stability, and she's and she's willing to sacrifice her family, and and her. I mean, he literally he literally killed him. He, Tony literally killed Bernardo. In, in in something that he swore he would stop. His his whole promise to her is they got on knees in a chapel-esque thing and said vows yeah. and said, hey, I'll stop the fight. He doesn't. He participates in the fight and kills her brother. 
I, I also, yeah. to bring that point up yeah. too, like kids kind of play acting yeah. is what I see with throughout this whole film. But I mean, it, it's, you know, that says something larger about society, but they actually do do, and that's something somewhat different than the 1961 film where it's more of a farce, I think, that mm. little marriage act. In this film, it's very serious. Mm. Like, they just met the day before yes. and they're getting down on their knees in a chapel yes. saying, like, I am marrying you right now. Mm. But so what does that actually mean? Like, because it's not a real ceremony, but they're putting that much stock into it to each other. So it, it I think there's a lot of confusion then of what roles people play just in life um, if that's going to be a marriage mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. No, and they, you're right. They put so – you could tell they definitely the, – the director was trying to say, yeah, this is real, and they think it's real. Like you could tell – um, and, and that was one of that was one of the moments where I said, okay, like these are like this act. Like, I was very convinced by that because I think they were trying to say, you know, they they're, they're bought in. This is real deal. And then and then I think it's supposed to make, you know, Tony's murder of Bernardo so much more shocking because now he's defied his his uh, his his wife, mm-hmm. which is crazy, too. And then but then that's also not the like climax of the film. Mm-hmm. There's like another scene later and his name is uh, Chico. Or what's Chino? Chino, Chino, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Chino. He gets the gun that Riff had and goes and murders. He's, he he murders Tony, mm-hmm. and it's this crazy scene. And Tony, he sees Maria, who he thought was dead. Mm-hmm. I, I I didn't understand that. Also, I, I decided they didn't they didn't convey like why did why was why was the one the um the person lying about Maria's death to to the to the grandma like i i think that i think that could have been portrayed better but either way he has seen he he saw that Mar- the maria that he thought was dead and he's running towards her and he gets shot in the back but he keeps running he gets shot like three times mm-hmm. and he keeps running i think i think also in a way you know after being in jail for a year and that's you know part of this he has had to experience something very adult he very adult like he probably feels like he is an adult even though he's around these kids i think that was also something where he could see maybe a way out of this mess. You know, he this is he, he wants to run away. That's what mm-hmm. after they had met at the dance, he tells her, run away with me mm-hmm. tonight. Let's go. Let's leave. He wants to get out and he was even even a, a shot through the back three times was was enough to to he it wasn't enough to stop him. He wanted to go and make it happen. And I don't know. I, I do we as a society do I t- do we take our relationships that seriously? Or is it so or is it unserious in the way that because it wasn't actually a ceremony, I, I can't. I can't. I, I thought they were kind of waffling back and forth on that. What do you think? What do you think he was trying to say with that ceremony? Did did he want the the reality? And then when the characters acted off it, you know, what, what do you think he was trying to say? It's 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 interesting because this is something I think outside of this film as well. <laughs> we're getting into mm-hmm. it. I think that relationships now. Um, let's say you know you're dating someone relationships either reach the level of being like a marriage Mm. without having actually those ties like legal ties or religious ties actually binding you together a relationship is like a marriage Mm. so much today or a relationship means nothing Mm. and it's actually i have three other girls on the side um and i don't really care that much so you have either it's you're all in and it's so intense but you're not actually married people can walk out and leave anytime they want or 
hey, yeah, I know we've been, like, dating for a year and I've met your parents and, like, we live together and, like, share a lease, but, like, I have all these other relationships as well. And so I kind of felt like with this film, they're trying to find in, like, this society of modernity some seriousness and grounding Mm -hmm. to their relationship and be like, no, this isn't, like, all the other relationships in the movie, like Anita and Bernardo. It's not, like, Riff and his girlfriend, Mm -hmm. the the platinum blonde girl that's in the film. It's, no, this is serious. We're not just, like, fooling around with each other. Mm -hmm. Like, we want this to be serious. But it still can't be yet because you are kids. Mm -hmm. So I think you're correct in that Tony is trying to escape all these other people around them. Maria's trying to escape all these other people around them and really care for each other, but they don't know how to do it yet. It's inordinate. Like, they don't know how to have that type of relationship yet. Um, And it ends up in (laughs) murder um, and Tony's death. Um, But also something, too, that I think is something I do want to mention, a difference, again, between 1961 and 2021. In the 1961 film, Tony was never in prison he never went to jail and so that's i find that very interesting and i don't know why spielberg made that decision Mm -hmm. um but in the old film tony just works in the shop and is trying he wants a better life but he hasn't had that experience yet so i wonder why do you do you have any thoughts on maybe why they added that in I don't. I think maybe just to like make it more shocking. Maybe you know, just like to give him a little more flavor as a character because it is because you know he's coming back to the gang and they want to be part of it and he's like, no, I'm not. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to run away. I I, I can't do this stuff anymore with you guys. And I, I think I think there was a I I I didn't know that. I think it's actually I kind of like that development for him. Um, and I think uh, Ansel Elgort does actually a really good job um, portraying that. But yeah, that's a good that's a that's an interesting point. I, I didn't I didn't know. Okay. Yeah, I, I actually like that development. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. cool. All right, well, 20 minutes is far too short, and we got to we gotta get out of here. We're done already. We're done already. <laughs> oh, how much fun was that? It goes so fast, right? I know. So, all right, so we're out of here. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate all the support. Uh, please continue tuning in each week, and we're going to keep making the content for you, and uh, look out next week for another exciting movie. Thank you so much. This has been Cal McNelly in Screening for Meaning. Meaning.